Welcome to the Closeted Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shalay. This podcast is all about exploring the depths of your soul. We dive deep into spiritual concepts and tools that we can utilize in the physical world to really navigate life. So join me and so many others on this insane journey of self-discovery and let's learn and grow in both a spiritual and physical world together. Hello and welcome to or welcome back to the Closeted Soul podcast. It is such an honor to have you here as always for this week's video, video, audio. I always get confused now because I have two components to this actual podcast now. (laughs) Um, So I'm jumping between audio and video. But those of you who are listening to this on audio, note that there is a video component on YouTube as well that you can actually catch these episodes. But today I have the privilege of talking to Alana. I am so so excited to have you on the podcast again. Actually, we're refilming this. So thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much for having me back. I'm excited that we get to do this again, even though <laughs> no one else got to hear the first one, but it's an opportunity for us to reconnect. So I'm excited for that. Absolutely. And I'm so, I'm in full trust and surrender mode with the universe. I'm like, if something needs to be refilmed, I trust that that's exactly how it needed to be because yeah, it was just, it was that Mercury retrograde. There was this intense period of Mercury retrograde and it really like, (laughs) was really there to teach me some lessons. So it's been, it's been fun. It's been interesting, but yes, today I'm so excited. Sorry. We really need to learn on that one sometimes. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm like, I used to really dread the Mercury retrogrades. I used to be like, fuck, like, I, I don't want it to be Mercury retrograde. I used to get really anxious about filming a podcast because I would always have like car troubles or um, electronic <laughs> troubles. But uh, it's been, honestly, it's been such an incredible learning curve and Mercury is really just trying to teach us like just to have a different perspective when it comes to this sort of stuff so definitely um lesson learned Mercury please (laughs) take it easy on me now I have a tendency to just like I'm that I'm that meme that's like what is happening? What's going on? There's got to be something happening. I have no idea what's happening up there in the sky most of the time. But on occasion, I'm just like, there has to be something going on up there because there is no other explanation for whatever is happening down here. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yes, it really does affect you. Like you can actually feel like the planetary cycles. I'm actually at the point, Alana, where I can feel when the full moon's coming. I can feel it a couple of days beforehand. It's like my, <laughs> I've just watched Spider-Man recently, so I'm thinking about Spidey senses, but <laughs> it's like Spidey senses, but with the moon. It's like, I can feel it. <laughs> Your Peter tingle? No, yeah, sorry. my Peter tingle, yeah. <laughs> yes. I fit, I, <clears throat> I'm sorry to everyone who loved the first couple. I watched the first Spider-Man ever and really still to this day want my, want my time back. I absolutely hated it. And then it took me until this round of Spider-Mans to finally get into it. And I'm like, okay, I get it. These ones were good. Yeah, no, I'm actually there with you. Yeah, and I have such a crush on Peter. It's not even funny. Like Tom Holland. I ship. It's okay. Is shipping (laughs) a thing? Is that still the word? Um, I am am here for Tom Holland and Zendaya. Oh, oh, right? My word. Oh, my gosh. 
I, I'm crushing on both of them. I love them. Right? I love them each. I love them separate. I love them together. Yes. I am just hardcore crushing on that couple. Oh, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. <laughs> Go back on track. But no, I'm I'm loving that you love um, Spider-Man just as much as I do the new Spider-Man because I'm there with you with the old one. Not, not here for the old ones, but for Tom Holland and Zendaya, I'm here. Um, but before we get into it, let's introduce you to the listeners so they know who you are. But just a background as well. I met Alana through Soul Teacher, that course that I will nonstop yap, uh, I'm nonstop yapping on about. <laughs> For good reason. It's so, so empowering to have met so many women in the same space and to be doing this work. It really, really, yeah, it's been a life-changing experience. There's no other way to put it but life-changing. So do you mind explaining to the listeners a little bit about, you know, who you are, what you do, all of the things? Okay. Well, I'm going to start this the same way I started the first round that we did this. Um, hi, I'm Alana, and I am a manifesting generator. Um, and that is just, if you have any idea about human design, that is the most succinct way that I can possibly describe myself. Um, so by day, I have a career in human resources and teach yoga and fitness classes. But, you know, as an MG, I teach meditation and personal training and all the different types of fitness and the whole thing. Um, and then by night, um, I am not a closeted, uh, coach, reader, energy, whatever kind of thing. Um, so I label myself and we'll talk about that tonight, I'm sure. Um, or in this next little chunk of time, um, I label myself as a soul alignment guide or soul alignment coach. And really that came out of this whole component of we are all here to do what we do best. We are all here to share our energy to the best way we possibly can. And we've all picked up so much from our multiple lifetimes that there's really, there's no one size fits all. So my work or how I see my work is to hopefully help other people to better understand and better align with and better own and find the power of their true selves, their true nature, their true energy. Um, And I do that through energy reading. I do that through kind of understanding the chakra system. I do that through human design. Um, And then i I'm a trained coach as well. So I do it through coaching practices. And then mostly it's just whatever I feel called to that that person kind of needs to to hear or receive. Um, And I do it with the Akashic Records as well. So yes. Hi, my name's Alana and I'm a manifesting generator. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That has been the best introduction I have heard thus far because (laughs) that is hilarious. And I relate to that on so many levels. I love everything that you said because that right there is 100% just manny gen right there, just doing all of the things. 
Oh my goodness. Like I remember when I first started in this industry, I was trying so hard to niche myself because I'm a manager as well. And I'm just like, it is genuinely not possible. Like it just goes against everything that I am. Like we are just here to do all of the things and be all of the things. So I love that. But I love how you have like an overall mission statement. Like that is what you're here to do. How you do that can look however you want it to look. And, you know, it's ever-changing, which is incredible. Something else that just came online as I was listening to you was that so many of us in the Soul Teacher program are actually many gens. Have you realized that? Yeah, and it's interesting because there are so many people in the spiritual community who are projectors, um like who are teaching and they're projectors um but yeah no there are a lot of us within that within that space that are that are mangens for sure um and yeah we're all having that same like how do I niche what do I do but yeah we don't we don't niche and I also just remembered a story of back when I was younger my mom was very spiritual and um, and she brought me to a tea leaf reader and I went to this tea leaf reader probably three or four different times and I remember I think it was the second time I went to her I was like in my early 20s or like my late teens I was in university and she said to me you're going to be someone who always has more than one job and I grew up very close to the poverty line like right hovering it and to me that like I was thinking about it from the perspective of like not having a single source of income that was enough to survive yes. oh. and so I was like no don't make me only like I only want one job I just want one job I just want one income that like pays my bills and that I feel comfortable with and that is solid and then of course my entire life I have always had multiple jobs but it's because I have one stable income and then like everything else that I love to do <laughs> like oh, well came yes. out a different way but it's yeah it, it's okay to have more than one job and be okay with that but it's really hard to label yourself and when someone asks you like hey who are you what do you do and you're like mm, how do I say this I'm everything and nothing at the same time. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Oh my goodness. Yes. And and you know what? There's like such a good message in that little story as well, because that just shows you the power of perspective. So when you were in that low place, right, and you were near the poverty, poverty line, you know, that's how you interpreted that piece of information. Whereas now if you had received it with where you are today, you'd be like, fuck yeah, that makes so much sense. I'm a Manny Jen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I'd be like, no, it's totally cool. Of course I have multiple jobs. Like I have multiple interests. So it just makes sense that I would. And I think that's the other thing is that the piece that I left out is that I am a teacher. And so I do remember, again, doing all those personality assessments as a child and all those career counseling things. And they were like, you're going to be a teacher or a counselor. And I was like, No, because again, to me at that time, being a teacher meant being an elementary school teacher or a high school teacher. It didn't mean being a a spiritual teacher, a spiritual best friend, a coach, a a guide, a whatever. It was no being a being a teacher. That is hilarious. (laughs) So yeah, 
age, perspective, experience, um, mm-hmm. just where you're at, and and that ability to grow and change. And I, wow, we're just going to jump right in. I feel like that's one of the things that we really struggle with right now is we and and this goes to what we were talking about about Instagram versus like podcasts and um, YouTube is Instagram is so short form that you have to, it it breeds a ground for being binary. You're right or wrong, yes or no, this is my perspective and this is the only perspective I have. And there's no leniency or ability to deeply explain a complicated subject um, because you have such a short window of time or such a short attention span on it. And that leads to this experience where we we have to label ourselves because this social media platform is telling us that we have to, and, and it doesn't allow for a larger conversation. So this type of longer form conversation is so needed in this space where we can explain a little bit more deeply, like, I have multiple dimensions to me. <laughs> this is just the one that's showing up right uh, now. Absolutely. Here. No, I love everything that you said because this is something that has been coming up really strongly for me, having Instagram as a platform. I think like social media, obviously, it's such an incredible tool that we can use, but it can also be really, really detrimental to our growth. And it can be really easily, it can be really easy to get uh, kind of sucked in by it and controlled by it and influenced by it in a negative way. So something that I've been really, really, really taking so seriously as of lately is not allowing the app to use me. I'm using the app, right? So like really changing my perspective, being mindful when on there and um, not mindlessly scrolling. And it's just, it's really, really powerful to approach it in that way. And that's why I personally am drawn to like more podcasts and YouTube because you have that extra time with someone where you can actually dive deep into a story and you can get really real and personable and uh, relate on a deeper level. Instagram seems very artificial. Yeah, for sure. And it, I mean, it's the nature of the platform. It's the nature of that short form consumable um, and, and you're consuming it on the go. So it makes sense and it has a place and I use it for my Tom Dea um, consumption <laughs> for sure. But that's kind of like all I'm using it for right now, to be honest. Fair enough. <laughs> no judgment here. It's like it's entertainment versus education or um, or even just really getting to understand the perspective. Um, it is really good for sound bites. Don't get me wrong. Um, it's but I even find myself kind of getting a little like and I always have to question every single time I'm like going to go post something. I'm like, is this binary? Is this something that is is it a is it a gray issue and i'm portraying it as black and white because yes. the joys of being in human resources every shade of gray you think you've ever seen before in your life 
isn't actually the same shade of gray as the one that looked just like it that you saw yesterday. It's a new mm-hmm. shade. Yeah. Um, so it's this like, can you work in all the shades? Um, and yeah, and Instagram is is definitely not a platform that really is conducive towards that. Yes. And I feel like there are there are two sides to this. And I think it's such a do you have like an open Ajna center or something like that? Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah. So you oh, yeah. the ability <laughs> to like see all of the perspectives, because I'm exactly like that. It makes it really hard to have these sorts of conversations, especially on a place like Instagram where you only have a short period of time with someone because yeah, you are thinking about like all the possible perspectives that are out there. And I think like what is really important and something that we were talking about earlier before we even started this conversation, so I love that it's coming up because I think it's important, is giving people that freedom, right? Giving people that the freedom to choose, like actually, yes, I want to consume this content or I want to consume this person's opinion, um, but allowing them to know that they have dominion over their own like thoughts, beliefs, like they don't have to take on what you say. Everyone is powerful in their own right and and you get to choose what you take and what you leave. And I think that that is just, yeah, so important to highlight because I think it's getting, it's somewhere along the line as of recently, I feel like it's really missing in the spiritual community specifically. People are out there projecting, but they're not really, or not many people are reminding people that they should use their intuition to decide this, this makes sense to me or no, this doesn't make sense to me. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like there's so much of the you're with me or you're against me kind of experience out there right now. And, and there's, it, it's just, it's not that straightforward. Um, that said, I mean, I definitely do have some very strong opinions on many topics that are current um, and out there in the world right now. But um, and I do unfollow certain people um, because of those those opinions and and everything. But with that, as you said, it's so important for all of us to do a much better job of understanding what what to put our energy behind, what to put our energy into. So one of my biggest conversations these days, to anyone who will listen, um, conversations to anyone who will listen. Yeah, as in I'm on a soapbox preaching. Um, <laughs> caught myself there. Um, is this piece of there's a lot going on in the world right now and a lot of what's happening are distractions. They're like it they are somebody's battle, they are somebody's fight, they're they're somebody's leg for, to to put their stake in the ground whatever. But it doesn't have to be everyone's. And so there's a lot of discord that's happening around right and wrong, this and that. And in reality, my question to a lot of people is, is that where you want to be spending your energy? I, I'm there with you. No, I'm there with you. And we all know what we're talking about. I was like pretending like we, we're like beating around the bush. We all know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, but I am exactly there with you. Yeah. What are you buying into? Are you feeding into that paradigm? You know, like it is... It, Oh, my goodness. Like, 
yes, so many things are happening around us. And yes, we can hold our opinions. And actually, who I find myself unfollowing are the teachers who were preaching, you know, intuition, higher self, the importance of like, you know, mind over matter, that sort of stuff. But then coming like recent events completely changed their vibe, went into preacher and either way, whether you're for or against, but like forcing that on people has really turned me off because I'm like, whoa, you're just buying into division again because like then we go back to the problems of the world, what's never worked in the past, which is division, whether it's religion, whether it's country, like just in every aspect, right? Division has is what keeps us small. Division is what keeps us from actually ascending. And whether you're spiritual or not, or I don't care about your like your standpoint, you know, or how incredible your platform is or where you are right now. Like, are you preach like are you seriously sitting here preaching division, knowing everything you know about the universe? And um, I think it's manifestation babe who had this perception oh perspective that really, really inspired me and I was like teachers need to be more like this and she's not preaching her opinion on current situations that are happening in the world because that's not her place she's not here to influence you in that sense you have the power to decide you know I'm going to take this on or I'm not going to take this on and right now we live in a world of knowledge like we have access to so much information out there go out there and do your own research decide what you're going to take, what you're not going to take. Use your intuition to guide you. What feels right, what doesn't feel right, and go that way. Like if a lot, yeah, lots of spiritual teachers out there right now telling you what you should and you shouldn't do. And it's if anyone's telling you what you should and shouldn't do in any aspect of life, they're not coming from a higher self place. I'm gonna say yes, and <laughs> I love Sorry. I love what you said, and and I do agree that like it is important to to really test things out and try things on. And at the same time, I'm not a PhD in medical science, nor am I ever going to be. So who am I to interpret the research? For me, but yes, like the whole, like the, the core of it is this piece of minimizing everything to something that's binary when there's a lot of nuance. Um, and it really, it, it is this piece of all of us deciding where we want to put our energy. And I don't want to put my energy into something that to me is just so like simple, like whatever, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, so I have to do something. Okay, whatever. Fine. I have to do something like, oh, darn. I have to put my mask on. Like, I don't care. I yes. don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a, it doesn't impact my life. It doesn't influence how I behave out in the world. I am not choosing that as a place to put my energy. I, I want to talk that. about other life choices I want to talk about us living our highest expression and when we're drawing it down to something like those are the things that I consider to be a distraction because somebody is pointing at them saying you have to care about this and if you don't care about this then you're not ascending you're not spiritual if you don't care that someone's telling you what to do people are telling you what to do all the time I care 
that the U.S. is telling me as a female that I, I don't even live in the States, um, but I live right next to them. I care that they're telling me I couldn't get an abortion if I needed to. I care about that personally. And so, again, this kind of goes to this whole concept of we all get to choose where we put our energy. I choose that I'm not going to put my energy against a mask or, for me, against a vaccine. Like, I'm not going to put my energy there. I might put my energy against something to do with abortion rights or something to do with climate change. Like I put my energy around um, making sure that I'm supporting really good quality food sources and that I'm eating a whole food plant-based diet because to me that's going to impact the global world. But again, I'm not going to go around like, you have to this because again, then you're you're minimizing an issue because there isn't a one size fits all. I've been in the fitness world long enough to know. I've been in the health world long enough to know. I've been in the coaching world long enough to know. And I've been in human resources long enough to know. Not every shade of gray is the same bloody shade of gray. <laughs> exactly right. I totally, totally agree. And that's exactly where my energy was as well for a long, long, long time. And then I ended up getting like kind of sucked into it all at one point. And I had to dig my way out of that. So that's why I'm like at the standpoint that I am now. And I, I totally love everything that you're saying, because as I was meditating on like, you know, global situations that were happening in the world, because obviously it's affecting all of us, but I was sitting there thinking, first of all, Sahara Rose actually did a really good podcast episode about it. And it was this concept of we're not even supposed to know what's happening worldwide. Like it's not normal to know about all of like the, the you know, the stuff happening in other countries. Like it is not normal and it's actually increasing to like mass anxiety that we're all like experiencing as a collective because, you know, it feels like the world is constantly ending. And even that perspective alone, I was like, that is so true. One of the other concepts that I've really been sitting with recently is to focus on, and this, I mean, it goes back to the same concept, but it's this focus on your own ripple of energy. So you have like, imagine yourself as a drop in a pool, a, like a a stone falling into a pool and you have a ripple of energy and the intensity of your energy exists in those immediate ripples. And then it ripples out and ripples out and ripples out. But where are like, what do you want that energy to be? And that's just so important. And at the same time, focus on your own ripples. <laughs> like you don't need to focus on the ripples that are so far away from you. And again, um, there's um there's a woman on YouTube who's part of like the sustainability part of the sustainability movement, and I I think it's Shell Bizzle, and I forget exactly what she says, so I'm gonna mess this up. But essentially, it's along the lines of you can't do all the good in the world, but the world needs all the good you can do. And I'm like, yes. Yes. That's just beautiful. I love that. that. Yeah, exactly like, right. Nah, that that is perfect. You can't do everything. So do what you can do. And that's what's needed. And that goes back to human design. It goes back to being someone who is really focused on growing and developing who you are. And you are the only one of you. So 
And and you're going to have a diversity of thoughts and opinions on any given topic, even if you don't have an open hushna. <laughs> I love that. No, that that that's perfectly said. And I think that quote like encompasses everything that we're saying. All you can focus is wait, wait, what? <laughs> All you can focus on is you. Goodness, English. <laughs> But I love also the analogy. No, I love the analogy of the ripple as well, like focusing on the ripple effect, you know, what you're putting out there. So all of it beautifully said. I love that we've just gone on a tangent because that's many gens for you. <laughs> I know. I remember like we were like, okay, we're going to try and like stick to the topic. I'm like, whoopsies. No, we've actually gone all over the place. Spider-Man, like world global issues. <laughs> So that, I mean, that brings me back to Manny Jens is like, I was having a conversation with somebody about, I was part of Toastmasters and we were talking about something that was like in depth. It was deep. It was like concentrated. And then the next second he walks back over and he's like, are you talking about The Bachelor? And I was like, yeah, I am. I am <laughs> talking about The Bachelor right now. I love much. it. <laughs> And that's that's the thing. We can just jump all over the place because we can. Our, that's how our brain works um, and our energy works. Like, it's just, you know, it's fine. Okay, but that said, let's get it let's back in. Somewhat on track yes. of even though that's what human design says, that's not the only explanation. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I get that a lot when people, like, reply to or post comments on my YouTube video they're like well I don't resonate with this or I'm right facing but it but I I love structure in my life and I'm like yeah that's fine like that's totally fine you don't have to just because just because it's mercury retrograde same thing manifestation babe she was having she said on a podcast recently how like she launches on mercury retrogrades and it goes perfectly and it's this whole thing of like just because a personality assessment tells you one thing just because your astrology tells you another thing i should my astrology should tell me who i am i am a pisces sun scorpio rising scorpio moon like you i no astrology has like I'm like I don't resonate with any of this at all but because I'm like it it should be very visible and I should resonate with that but it's this whole concept of like you take little things from toolboxes over here and little essences from over there and it's not one size fits all it's not one tool that tells us who we are. And we're constantly searching because I think we're constantly searching to remember, really. That's really what's happening is we've gone through this process of forgetting as we come to this human form. And then we are going on this process to try to remember. And because of that, we are grasping at these systems and these guideposts and these tools, trying so hard to figure it out and piece it all together. And then we look at that one thing and we're like, well, that's who I am. This one thing is who I am. It's like, no, you are in a soul that has lived multiple lifetimes and you've collected little rocks and trinkets and seashells from every single one of those lifetimes. 
you are not this one thing because you were born on this date. So yes, even though I use human design, <laughs> it is not a be all and end all system and tool. It's a way to explain some of the way that our energy is interacting, but it's not, it's not who you are. I love that. And I think it is so, I think it goes back to everything that we've been saying, right? To this, like, don't put all of your power into other things. Like come back to what feels right intuitively. Like if you resonate with astrology and you're like, yeah, fuck, this explains me. Now I have I have uh, something to put to the way that I feel. Like I have something that describes the way that I feel that I haven't been able to put into words because that's what, actually that's what human design was for me. I never understood like Manny Jens and I thought that my inconsistency and my wanting to be everywhere was actually a, was like uh, kind of inhibiting my growth, right? And I thought that, you know, I, I because I was inconsistent and because I wanted all these different things that I was like flaky and I made all these stories up because of it but understanding that no like this is the way that you're made up this is how your energy works I've been able to work with myself now rather than against myself so it's like two perspectives right two sides of the same coin you decide you know and then for you I, I can't believe you're a Scorpio moon by the way so am I <laughs> so oh, really? yeah they're, like, they're really deep I'm like I get you when you said Scorpio moon I'm like girl I get you <laughs> um, right but in human design I'm a non-emotional Ah, that's interesting. So okay. yeah, so it's Pisces, Scorpio, Scorpio, non-emotional. Mm, that is really interesting. So that's why you're like, I don't resonate with my astrology at all. And that's completely okay. Like, you know, you take what works, leave what doesn't. So going back to what we were actually going to talk about in this, um, in this episode, but I've loved the conversation, honestly. It's great. I love going all over the place because I trust that everything that was said needed to be said. So going back to what we were wanting to talk about. So you visit, who do you visit in the Akashic Records? Maybe you can give us some background. I am, I think I visit my Akashic Council. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> again, this is the human need to label something. So what I do is I set the intention to only receive messages that are from the highest or for the highest and greatest good. They're only from the highest source of light that I can connect with at that time. Um, and that I receive the messages that are needed to be received in a way that they can be received by those hearing them. So with that, I do what Nikki taught us, which was I go to my place of nature and I meet with a spirit guide. And this one spirit guide is pretty much, he's like, um, he's the guide who directs me. So when I go and I meet with him, sometimes we stay where we are in that place of nature and I just receive the message there. Sometimes we go up to the Akashic realm and I receive the message there. And sometimes we go into a little door and go down into um, the underworld and I receive a message there. So I know that what I'm connecting with is only for the highest and greatest good. It's only in the purest light. Um, but as far as like, what? It kind of just depends, um, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, I mean, mostly it's my Akashic Council. Usually it's 
in their room. Sometimes it's in a courtyard and sometimes it's somewhere else. I love that. No, I I resonate with that as well because I had a couple of people asking me, you know, what are your guides' names? And I I connect to extraterrestrials and high-dimensional extraterrestrials. So sometimes they don't even have like physical form and it's hard for me to even see them. I'm just connecting to an energy. But the way that you can tell, yes, is the the feeling that you get behind the frequency that's um, coming to meet with you, right? And just your intention alone, that's powerful. That's already setting the scene for you. So the fact that you you do that, that's um, that's all you need and to do. And I've always had very strong boundaries. So like I was that child who I knew there were energies. I knew there were ghosts. I knew there were ETs. I knew there was stuff. And I never once saw anything. Um, I played with magic. I Like, the whole gamut. I did all the things. Um, but I, I never saw anything. And I realized as I got older, I was like, oh, it's like, I just, I set those boundaries young. Um, and I sent them real strong and now they just know not to mess with me. <laughs> no, I love that. I love that. I'm like, th- that's exactly you know. all it is. Like they can't mess with you as long as you set those boundaries. So I love that you've done that. So what we were going to do for the listeners in, well, I'm not doing anything. I'm listening. I'm receiving as well with the listeners. <laughs> but what Alana has done for us is she's actually gone to her Akashic Council um, and she has downloaded some messages for the listeners. So a collective message that you uh, need to hear for the coming month of February, correct? Yeah. It was kind of a general message. It ended up being a general message. Um, well, and and really, yeah, it, it's sort of that message that because podcasts live for a long time, if you're not listening in February, this message is still applicable. Um, so this was more, yeah, it was more one just for the listeners um, and it can be for whenever. General message. I love it. But I yeah. don't know why I had February in my mind. I was like, for the month of February. We had talked about. We had, we had okay, talked there about you go. February. Yeah, for okay. sure. And then, and I actually hadn't even pieced it together that that's why it wasn't a super specific message for the month of February. Because normally what I do is I pull a message for the collective um, on my YouTube channel for each month. Um, but we thought it would be really fun to do one for the listeners. And I, yeah, the message I pulled down was not specific to the month of February. And I mean, most of these aren't like you can still get them for whenever they're usually quite translatable to other, other times. But, um, yeah, this one was, was specific to these listeners. Makes total sense. So, uh, I would love if you could get into that message for us. Yeah. And it's funny because for the most part, every single thing that we've already talked about is has come up with this message. So it's not going to be super long that I go into this, but basically the, the core that came through was that your listeners are really curious and they're really open to receiving this, like to be, to partaking in their spiritual awakening. Um, but something that comes with that, that I've really noticed with a lot of people is, 
this whole piece where you're like, I'm so excited and I just want to get all the things. And then you go, oh my gosh, I didn't need to, like, you forget to put your boundaries up. You forget to set your intentions. You forget to protect your energy. You forget to do so many things because you get so caught up in the curiosity and the excitement of this journey. And the message that came through was faster isn't better and you don't have to go deep right away. Um, be skeptical of what you're connecting to. So again, these are things we've already talked about. Um, and it also goes for both physical and unformed energies. So um, those energies that we can interact with on Instagram or that family members that we have in our lives, but also the, the energies that we're connecting with. It's really important for us to be skeptical of the motivations or who is saying this and, and what's, what's their energy sending off and put up those boundaries. Um, really understand that you are in control of that. Um, the other thing that I thought was just so cute was they explained it as like, there are so many souls that are awakening right now that it kind of feels a little bit like a race. And everyone's like, I've done this and I've done that. And I can do this and I can do that. And it's like, no, it's not, it's not a race. We're all raising the vibration, but it's so important to do it in your own way, on your own time with either your own guides or your own teachers that you really resonate with. Like it took me a really long time to find Nikki. Um, and I love like, like I love Nikki. I think Nikki is fantastic. And at the same time, like not getting a master's with Nikki, like it's so important to diversify the voices and then not to listen to everyone else's voices, but to also take time and space to listen to your own voice. So take time and space to question, to integrate, to do your own work. Cause that's, that's the other piece is that this whole spiritual awakening journey, like <laughs> you can't just keep running around putting polish on things. <laughs> you kind of have to do your own work. Um, so you can't just keep learning from everybody or, um, taking on someone else's, whatever it is. Like I, I got one comment, someone said that, um, they're like, oh, you didn't learn from raw. And I was like, no, I, I really didn't learn from raw and nor will I be, um, that's that human design doesn't, that doesn't land with me. Um, so it's, it's this thing of like, you need to do your own work. You need to do your own practice. You need to put it into practice and you need to take the space to listen to your own voice. Because when you strip away everything else, you will be able to learn to trust yourself and you'll be able to like know when something is off. Um, and that again, just goes back to the same, the same conversation we were having earlier. Um, you are your own best teacher and your own best leader. Um, and then <laughs> they, they were like, block and delete, block and delete, block and delete. <laughs> like just block and delete. <laughs> I love that. 
<laughs> like no holds barred. And, and that's what I mean by boundaries. And that's what they mean by boundaries is like you don't put any energy into it. You just, you get it and you're like, nope, block and delete. I don't need that. Um, you can unfollow, you can, um, you can decide that you're just not going to, if it's somebody in your real life, (laughs) you can set those boundaries with them. You can say, look, you know what? I'm just not interested in having those conversations with you, or that's not where I'm a a phrase that I I've been using often, um, is that's not where I'm choosing to put my energy right now. And if you've done any like money work, um, there was instead of saying, um, I can't afford it. You say, I'm choosing not to spend my money on that right now. And it's just like, you just take the control back. You take the power back. I'm choosing not to put my energy there right now. I'm choosing not to spend money on that right now. I'm just totally mind blown that those were the messages that you downloaded because Alana downloaded those messages last night and we didn't plan the podcast. We actually, we decided that we weren't going to speak. We were going to do the collective message first and then we were going to dive into it. And just naturally, like just because this is how the universe works, exactly what needed to come out came out in that conversation. Like I'm like literally all of the points you hit, like this was totally unplanned. That That, that was the message. So... And it's crazy because like normally my messages are usually very like tangible and forward looking. And this message, I was like, is this really the message that I need to be giving to these people right now? Like, is, is this really what we're going to use this platform for? But they were like, yeah, it is. So they sort of wrapped it up by saying like, this group is so powerful. So if you're listening to this podcast, know that like, you are incredibly powerful. And what seems to be happening is that there are negative influences that are trying to like distract you. They were saying divert and distract and throw you off your path. So it like, this is why that boundary work and trusting your knowledge and trusting your own intuition, your own inner knowing is so important. And where are you choosing to put your energy? You can care about something and choose not to put your energy there. Or you can care about something or you can care about someone or a teacher and you can choose not to engage in a certain conversation that's taking place. Like that is so powerful. No, I love that. Yeah, no, that it's so, so true. And I love the I choose not to put my energy here. And I think that's something that we often get trapped in, especially when it comes to like going about your real life. And I think that's the thing, right? We we learn all of these spiritual concepts and tools, but actual practical application of these tools, that's where we like we get stuffed up, right? And it's just like, oh, like how how do I be this multidimensional being in such a like a 3D place? And so And this is the thing is that we as multidimensional beings have decided to be and experience 3D. We can live so many lifetimes in a non-3D experience. And I'm sorry, but if you're here right now, you chose 
to experience life in the 3D. Now, that doesn't mean that you chose everything that's ever happened to you. Like, I I don't like that piece of, like, I again, this goes into the nuance. But I do firmly believe, personally, that we are multidimensional beings. And some of us live a lot of human lives. Some of us live a lot of non-human lives. The whole thing. But if you are on this planet listening to this podcast right now or watching this YouTube right now, you, as a soul, chose to experience a human 3D experience. And in that, there are lessons that your soul needed to experience and integrate in a 3D dichotomy like 3d black and white kind of experience and that's a big commitment and as you're going on your spiritual awakening journey a lot of the times we find out that we're a star seed or we have all these past lives as royalty or whatever it is And we get really hung up on those labels and we escape out. And the reality is that the work is to be here. The work is to be human and integrating being human and having these human experiences is not to be taken lightly. I love, no, I love that you, no, no, it's, it's so powerful because I love that you highlighted that it's a choice. It is a choice to be here. And that is taking back your power. Even that like slight perspective shift, like you weren't put here, you chose to come here. So what are you going to do with this life now? You chose to have this experience. How are you going to make it the best possible experience you can have, regardless of your situation and your circumstance, because it really is the power of perception. So I, Yeah, I love that you highlighted that. There was something that I wanted to get your opinion on. I'm just really curious. So you highlighted in that message of, you know, the distraction that's being put on the listeners at the moment, like, you know, through these external things, whether it's in, you know, what's happening around the world or family things, whatever, if it's a personal thing or a global issue, regardless, they're distractions, right? So with these distractions, you had mentioned to just, you know, block and delete, get rid of it, right? Don't pay attention to it. Do you look at that as spiritual bypassing? Curious to get your opinion. So good question. Um, (laughs) The it's the energy that you perceive it with. So if you're not looking at something to brush over it and to um, ignore it, um, then, and, and like, and not even look like, is there growth here for me? That is spiritual bypassing. Yes. Um, However, If you look at the issue and you say, that's just not something I need to do work on. So the other thing that I, one of my other like to live by mantras is plays into this really well. So it's, it's a kind of a three part question. And the first question that you, or three part question series, the first question that I ask is, 
is this my work or is this someone else's work? So is this something that I need to experience? Is this something that's going to help with my growth? Is this, is this a, a blind spot that just keeps on showing up? Am I the common denominator here? <laughs> like, is this my work? Am I the common denominator? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then why does this keep showing up? Because you keep not doing it. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> you keep on doing it. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. This is your work. So the, the first question is, is this mine or is this not mine? Is this someone else's? If it's someone else's, do I want to partake in them learning this lesson? Like, do I want to be here and help facilitate and help work them through this lesson? So this is the like, are you a doormat? Are you um, I, like, like, are you giving too much of yourself to somebody else? Are you people pleasing too far? So that's one piece of it. The next one is, is it your work to be done? And if it is, you look around you and you go, is this the situation that I want to do this work in? So do you want to help the other person do their work if it's theirs? Or do you want to do this work in this situation if it's your work? So you recognize that it's your work, but you don't feel that the situation is conducive to it. But you know that you're the common denominator, so you know that it's your work, and you know that it's going to show up in another area of your life. So when I'm looking at spiritual bypassing versus this, like block and delete versus spiritual bypassing, what I'm looking at is, is this my work to be done? No, it's not my work. This is somebody else's freak out that someone else is having. Like someone else is, is having a moment of panic and freak out. Wow, that really sucks for them. Do I want to put my energy into that? No, I don't. I'm not connected to them. I don't want to put my energy there. That's fine. They can, they can deal with it in another way. I don't need to be part of it. Or, oh, wow, that's bringing something up for me. Hmm, what is that bringing up? It feels like that's triggering this something else. Ah, damn it, that's a pattern. That's my work to be done. Do I want to do it around these people or in this environment? Yes or no? And then you either do it there or you notice another area that you can do it in. Beautifully said. Totally agree with everything that you said. It's like, yeah, is this bring, is this a pattern that plays out in my life or is this completely unrelated to me? Don't feel like I need to put my energy there. And I always go with like the first feeling as well that you get from the situation. So with that first, like that first feeling that comes up, is it, is it a personal thing or do you just feel neutral to it? And then other people's, uh, opinions and thoughts kind of start to take over and then start to kind of cloud your own judgment. So I really yeah. love to go with that first feeling. I feel like that's a really like potent way to actually use your intuition as well. It's always that like first initial gut feeling that you had. Yeah. And sometimes it can take so long to figure that one out and listen to that one. And again, this is where you know, as much as I say human design isn't the, like the be all and end all, I always go back there because it does really resonate with me. And so when I look at the authorities in human design, we all, we all have a decision maker. And then one of the ones that I, what I like to do is I like to layer the decision makers. And so if there's one that really 
hits hard um, or is kind of quiet, then you can kind of like, you can go back to that one. You can understand it. But if you don't know where you, so if you're listening to this or watching this and you don't know how you make decisions, I invite you to look at human design. But as I invite you to look at human design, I also invite you um, to not treat it as a be all and end all. Um, It just like all these other tools, it is a way to help you pick different things that help you. I remember I was going to say something earlier. It helps you to use language or it gives you language to better understand those things that you've already know, always known about yourself. So those, those pieces of the puzzle that you just know about yourself, but other people are telling you to change, it'll give you language to describe why your energy works a certain way or how you best interact with the world around you or whatever that is. And it might not be human design. It might be another tool, um, but it, it can help you with that. Yeah, no, that's beautiful as well. And I think uh, I forget how difficult it can be for people to follow their intuition because we've like we've trained to hear that voice so loud and clear through that soul teacher training right it was just that that's what helped me personally that's what got me so comfortable with uh the ego and the my intuition because I got to see you know what was what so it's really interesting how like different things can help different people but again use this uh what we're saying right now to be like okay I'm going I'm going to try this see if that resonates I'm going to try that see if that resonates so you really have to yeah be discerning and uh, of your own energy and what feels right to you and not try to take everything on so before we finalize today uh because we're coming to the end of an hour I've taken so much of your time (laughs) but um I always ask this question on the podcast and I've completely skimmed over it so you know I'm gonna ask it now but when did you first come out of the spiritual closet (laughs) I was like, whoa, we jumped right in. But it's, you know, we we jumped right in. That's what we do. Um, Apparently two Scorpio moons. Yeah. (laughs) Maddie Jane, Scorpio moons. We went deep real fast. Surprise. (laughs) Um, As much as I say that, you know, my astrology doesn't resonate with me. I'm actually, so I call him my godfather, even though he, we weren't religious in any way, shape or form. Um, and, uh, but he was an astrologer. Um, my mom was a hippie. Um, I, yeah, I call him my godfather, was an astrologer. Um, I grew up with like Wiccan celebrations um, and the solstice and, and the whole thing. So uh, when did I come out of the spiritual closet? Never. Um, and I as in your childhood? What? I was never in the spiritual closet. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Um, So that said, though, just like every child, I rebelled and I in my so I was 100 percent like, again, we meditated first thing in the morning. My mom would buy me like uh, witchcraft books. I had crystals. I my astrology was done when I was born, like we all knew everything about me from, from the get go, um, as far as all those sorts of things are concerned. And then when I was, and I went to a tea leaf reader when I was like 10 years old, um, told me I would not be a good family lawyer. She was right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, and then when I was like, when I went away to university, I would say I probably went into the spiritual closet. Um, I took a very like traditional path trying to get away from poverty. Um, and then came back out of the spiritual closet again. I, I, I did a real bad job of hiding myself in the spiritual closet. I was always the friend that people would come to and ask advice from. And, and I, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm so curious to know now. So how did you go from, yeah, I get the whole rebelling. I probably would have done the same. I'm like, I'm jealous. I want that. But I probably would have done the same. Um, just to be like, nah, stuff you can't tell me what to do. I'll do what I want. <laughs> so it's so funny that you went like, that's such an opposite story. And I love it. But then you went to college and then you came back out of the spiritual closet. What triggered that? I mean, I think it's that whole thing that so many of us are experiencing where you follow the you follow the path that is laid out in front of you. The get good grades, go to university, get a get a degree, get a job for a good organization, start paying into your RRSPs or whatever your retirement fund is called in your country. And and then you look around you and you're like, so that was boring. <laughs> That's to put it lightly. <laughs> like, um, and unfulfilling to say the least. And I mean, I have a feeling that anyone listening to this podcast is going or watching this is going to know that like you have that little inkling that's hanging out inside of you. And you may have had that experience in your childhood. You may not have, but, or you may not have the, the knowledge of it, but you can feel that like, am I just, am I just here to be human? Like as much as I say, like, we're here to be human and you are, you're here to be human, but you're here to be human and evolve. And some people are here to just be human. Like for real, some people are here to experience humanity, being human, experiencing tactile relationships, experiencing what I've been calling formed energy. And some people are here at this particular time to experience being human and elevate the energy, move the collective forward. And I guess I just always kind of had that. And I, I got to that certain point in my life and I was like, oh, okay, well, we're going back. But it never went away. That's the thing is it never went away. Like I may have rebelled, but I, I still have my crystals. I, I still have my fairy cards. I still have my tarot deck. Like it never went away. It just has gone through seasons of how pronounced it is in my life. Absolutely. Okay. I, I totally get it now. Uh, as life does do that to you, right? You go on that path and you're like, ah, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm going to change yeah. that. <laughs> and a lot of people have been noticing um, like the younger generation, like who are just like starting to have kids, if that's what they're doing, but they're like waking up as they're pregnant um, is really like bringing it forwards for them. Because I think there are these different points in your life and it might be like partway through getting that really coveted job for whatever reason, or it could be getting married or it could be having children. But there are these points in life where you kind of have that moment where you're like, 
huh, there's more. <laughs> I guess we yes. used to just call it the quarter life crisis or the midlife crisis. So you're like, oh, there's more. And then you try and fill it with material items or experiences when in reality, what's happening is that your soul is like, hey, about this life thing. <laughs> Let's let's do some more. Um, and it's trying to like wake you up to the elevation journey that you're on. Beautifully said. Love everything that you said. No, it's so, so, so true. And I love even that you highlighted that some people are here just to experience life. And that's okay as well. Like there is no right or wrong. You know, we all have our different reasons for being here. So I, yeah, I truly believe obviously everyone here listening to this or watching this, you know, light workers, star seeds here to lift consciousness up, right? Do that ancestral healing and that trauma work and all of that in order to actually, yeah, lift consciousness. But that gets to look however it needs to look for you, whether that's like a career thing that you go after, whether that's just a personal thing that you do, like it's just so different for everyone. So yeah, I think that that's a beautiful way to conclude our conversations today. So I, oh, well put. You know, <laughs> you I said that. conversations. <laughs> Tangent. Right. <laughs> Um, before we say bye though, I would love it if you could just let the listeners know where they can connect with you and, you know, work with you. Yeah. So, um, I am at the simply.ca or the simply CA on all platforms and everyone has been asking me recently. Okay. I feel like that influencer that's like, everyone's asking me this. Okay. Like a few people have asked me. Let's be truthful. A few people have asked me, what's the CA for? I live in Canada and that's our extension. So like .au for Australia or EU for the EU, like .ca is, is our extension. So when I went and I bought my domain, I bought the simply .ca. And then I just took that, went on to all the social media platforms. So every social media platform except TikTok, because I am not a TikToker, um, you can find me uh, at the simply CA. So you just take out the dot. And um, otherwise, my website is the simply .ca. Um, and you can find me on YouTube mostly is where I'm the most consistent. Um, and on my website, you can book a reading, whether that be human design or soul alignment. And then I also do soul alignment coaching. So if you want like a longer term commitment um, and you want someone to be there with you through your journey, um, you can book on there and we can connect. Otherwise, one-off sessions uh, work just fine. Perfect. And you know what? I was actually going to ask you what the CA stands for when you started explaining that. I was wondering, I was like, what does that stand for? I've always wondered. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. It makes total sense. It used to be Simply Life Food Fitness and uh, nobody could understand, like, because, hi, my name is Alana. I'm a manifesting generator. I can't put myself <laughs> in the box. So it was either I'm going to use my name or I'm going to use like a, a something that encompasses everything. And whenever I, whenever anyone asks like, what do you do really well? And my friends will always say like, you explain complicated things really simply, or like you just make things really simple. And um, even though it's not black and white, it 
It's like multiple shades. It's still like, here's the core of it. Um, and so, yeah, I was like, well, my name is not simple, so let's make it simple. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that's the simply, um, everything done simply. I love the origins of that name. That's awesome. Honestly, I, I love it. I love it. Um, thank you so much again for doing this a second time with me. I really, really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much for doing the collective reading for all of us. It was honestly something I definitely needed to hear as well. So yeah, I'm just so appreciative of your time. And uh, thank you again. Thank you so much for having me again. Thanks for reaching back out. It's nice to connect with you. Um, yeah, I really hope the message makes sense. And I love that you're doing this and bringing it out to the world and, and having so many diverse, like having so many different people, um, bringing their unique versions of these conversations and experiences, because I think going back to what we said, this, the whole conversation, we all have our own journey. And the more that we can look to see that not everyone's journey is the same, the better it is for all of us and the easier it is for all of us to like, just stop trying to do what everyone else is doing and do your own thing. Um, so thank you so much for bringing these conversations out into the world. And it's been a pleasure connecting with you again and chatting. So thank you. You're so kind. And thank you for being a part of these conversations. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your night. Have a great day. Mwah. If you enjoyed today's episode, please don't forget to give it a rate and review in iTunes or Spotify. It would mean the world to me. Also, if you are wanting to connect with me on a more intimate platform, you can find me on Instagram at Shule Ozek. I would love to connect with you. Finally, you can learn a little bit more about me and this space just by visiting my website at www.shuleozek.com.